thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. Hey everyone, episode 36, Exponentially Empowered Podcast. What is the good life? I love that term, the good life. That's been a motivating concept for me over my adult life. I want to live the good life. What specifically does that mean? It's one of those concepts that there's numerous factors. Of course, it's related to happiness, but I want to make a distinction. It's not simply choosing in the moment to frame your situation, to frame your outlook, to choose to be happy. That is a component of happiness, of the good life. But I want to underscore my definition of happiness, of the good life, which are essentially synonymous as a result of your past actions, who you are in any given moment and how you're feeling. Literally the, the body chemistry, the physiology that is producing this feeling of happiness, wellness, contentment, joy, satisfaction, fulfillment, meaning, purpose, all those needs getting met or not getting met is your happiness quotient. The idea of the good life, the idea of happiness, the idea of how you are feeling in a moment is simply the result of past actions. There's cause and effect when you take time to invest in a high quality mattress and you don't drink alcohol and you get exercise and you get sunshine during the day, that is going to produce a higher quality night's sleep. Cause effect. Then the next day you're going to feel a little bit more alert and grounded because you have a better night's sleep under your belt. That that need for rest and health and vitality is getting met to a higher degree because of those actions. So in the present moment, you might feel happier. You might name that as happiness, or you might identify your happiness quotient as a little higher because you took certain actions because you got a good night's sleep. So that's one component of how you feel in a given moment. Now with other needs, with creativity, with connection, with meaning, with purpose, those needs getting met take actions, take a price basically. The, the cause and effect of creativity, of choosing to wake up in the morning and 
get right to the creative process rather than check social media, you ignore all that and you engage in starting to write your novel or engage in beginning your business or beginning to play the piano. That takes a little bit more gumption and self-discipline, as it were, to do the harder thing in the moment. But what is the effect of that action, that cause? A sensation in your body of being a creative person, of creative fulfillment. The, the need for creativity and fulfillment is getting met, as well as purpose and meaning are infused into that. If you're pursuing a difficult project that matters to you, that's creative, then you are going to feel maybe more grounded, more glad, more grateful, more excited, more pleasure in your sort of in the moment physiology. And you're going to carry that with you throughout your day, throughout your week. If you're writing consistently, if you're expressing yourself musically on the piano consistently, you are nurturing these needs for creativity, meaning, purpose, fulfillment. And that is carried through in your nervous system. And this is sort of the sensation of happiness. We, we wanted to call it happiness, but really it's happiness quotient of the different needs getting met. And so this is the same for the good life, right? But let's talk about this in an even more meta way. The good life is this quotient of paying the price, engaging in activities that are difficult in order to experience those sensations of your sitting with your friends that you love on a Saturday afternoon, talking philosophy, talking about aspirations, enjoying the company of your kids or playing basketball or talking about a good book. Those that Saturday afternoon is not simply, you're not simply enjoying it because of the time that Saturday afternoon, because of the activity that Saturday afternoon, it is a result of what you've done in the past to create that scenario. To go out of your way and find friends that matter to you. And to let go of friends that are not celebrating you. That is the price of the good life. That's why this podcast is called the price of the good life. Because really to achieve the good life, to achieve the highest level of happiness quotient takes a price, it takes a cost, it takes difficult baby steps, small actions. But those can accumulate and compound over time so that when you get to that Saturday afternoon, you can smile with contentment because you are getting so many needs met because you have had the courage and audacity and gumption to make the hard decisions in the past. Because the good life takes consciousness. The good life takes consciousness. 
It takes activating the mind and engaging your volition. It means living the six pillars of self-esteem by Nathaniel Brandon. Living consciously, number one. The practice of self-acceptance, number two. Number three, the practice of self-responsibility. Number four, the practice of self-assertiveness. Number five, the practice of living purposefully. Number six, the practice of living with integrity. All of that is hinged on the first pillar, which is living consciously. Are you alert? Are you aware of what's going on within your psyche? Are you aware of the friends that you have? Are they intentional relationships or unintentional relationships? Are those people bringing you joy or are they bringing you down? The price of the good life is asking questions. The price of the good life is examining your life. The price of the good life is questioning everything. And that is freaking hard. That is freaking hard to have the courage to look within and examine your past, to have the courage to take inventory of your relationships, to take inventory of your life's purpose, to take inventory of your health so that you can get as many of these needs met as possible and allow your happiness quotient to flourish and to live the good life and to Enjoy the fruits of that labor so that on that Saturday afternoon when you're spending time with people that really celebrate you and you are feeling content and relaxed because you are taking care of your body and you got a good night's sleep and because you are happy about your life situation because you did the work to get out of debt and not be clamped down by financial burdens because you did the work to have hard conversations with people and be honest with them and maybe let them go from your life so you can create space in your life to bring in people that matter, who share your values, to enjoy the good life of sharing values with people because you did the conscious work of defining your own values. That is the price of the good life. It takes questioning takes asking what are my values can't live the sixth pillar of self-esteem which is personal integrity if you don't have any values that's the first step consciousness deciding what matters to you defining your purposes and living that out in congruence is the sixth pillar of self-esteem is living with integration and backing up what you say and profess. But you cannot say and profess anything unless you have defined what matters to you. You need to choose your values. What are they? And if one of those values might be honesty, that's a hard one in this culture, isn't it? But if you can have self-honesty... And then find people who are also interested in honesty. Now you get to share that with them. And now you're nourishing the good life. The good life takes labor. Takes labor.
takes labor. That's why so few people are really overjoyed to be alive. So few people. Most people are living in the grave. They're, they're not unsatisfied enough to do anything, but they're, they're satisfied enough to not do anything. Right? If you want to live the good life, you need to choose what you're unsatisfied about and have high standards. And say, no, 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 no. I don't want to spend time with people unless when I look at their name in my phone, I have an involuntary response of joy. That if I were to see them randomly at the mall, that I would be involuntarily driven to go up to them and hug them and smile. Not out of obligation, but out of intrinsic joy. And same thing with your professional life. Do you have alignment? Do you have this nexus of pursuing work that is making an impact on solving a burning problem, on providing value for people in a really meaningful, purposeful way? That need for meaning and purpose is really strong is really strong and you're spending a large percentage of your life working to, to generate value to generate income right how are you spending that time that's really going to contribute to the good life are you doing work that matters Right? These are needs, the need for meaning, the need for purpose, the need for contribution, for impact, the need to matter. So it takes the heightened awareness and consciousness to have self-honesty and self-knowledge about what really makes you come alive. What really makes you come alive? What is the work that is your single motivating purpose? What is your calling? This takes relentless daily examination. It takes the journaling habits. It takes the long walks and reflections. It takes the long conversations to sort these things out. What is it that you, that is unique to you? How can you bring and actualize the highest version of yourself and create value for people professionally to do what makes you come alive. That is a big component, a big ingredient to the good life. And it takes enormous courage and consciousness to obtain that, right? There is a price to the good life. You know, Michael Jordan had a poignant moment in this documentary about the 1990 Bulls. The Last Dance, it's called. And he was asked about his sort of relationship with his teammates and how sometimes he could be quite difficult or he could be, he could be really pushing his teammates where it would create uh, tension because he was really after them during practice. 
and it wasn't always pleasant. Now, was, would there have been a better way for him to relate to his teammates? I think there could have been, but that's not the point. The point is that he said in this documentary that winning has a price. Winning has a price. And he pushed his teammates to a place they didn't think they could go. And they respected him for that. And that's how they were great. Because Michael Jordan knew that winning has a price. So if you want to have unbridled joy in life, you want to really live the good life, that has a price. Again, we're talking relationships. We're talking life's purpose and work. We're talking health. We're talking financial life. To have the freedom. To have the sense of delayed gratification. That no, 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 no. I'm not going to go into debt. I'm not going to buy a car and take out a huge loan and have that hanging over me. I'm going to sacrifice in the short term and maybe buy a, a, a really inexpensive vehicle just to get by so that I don't have to go into debt. So you're weighing that cost-benefit. And it's not really a sacrifice because you're seeing it as towards your purpose of living the good life. But that's what it, that's what it costs. If you want to get there, you want to feel that sense of freedom, that physiological sensation of freedom, that not having debt. I mean, that's an amazing feeling. That takes, that takes work oftentimes, especially if you're coming from a place of you're already in debt and now you realize you got to get out of debt. Well, that takes that short-term discomfort. That's the price. But as you move through that and you eat those costs, right? You eat the costs of, you know, for me with the debt thing, I've had, I have chosen to not have a car and that's helped me bring in more savings. And so I, that over time freed me to put more money towards paying off the debt. And then I was able to do that. And now I feel the freedom of living debt free. What's been some of the costs of that? Well, it's, it's being stuck in the rain because I don't have a car. As I walk home from the grocery store on Tuesday at 6 p.m. But having the, having the, the courage and the conviction to say, no, 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 this is worth it because I want the good life, baby. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm, when I'm highlighting this Saturday afternoon type experience and you're, you're having certain sensations in your body that are contributing to some level of happiness or not. It's not just, ha- it's not just happenstance your body's sensations. It's a result of who you are as a result of your daily micro actions and your, your choice to look and stare dragons in the face and slay dragons, your choice to look and, and hug the cactus. I mean, this goes in the realm of the psychological too, of course, to have the courage to not evade and not disassociate from your past childhood trauma. That's the cactus 
the prickly cactus that you need to hug and you need to have consciousness and self-acceptance for what exists in your internal landscape and see that honestly 100% and love it unconditionally 100% and examine it and tease it apart and heal it. That is the price of the good life. But baby, when you start looking at the truth, at the truth of what is going on within your psyche, what are the feelings you are experiencing? Not pushing and denying and disowning the feelings, but naming the feelings, feeling the feelings and allowing yourself to cry. Allowing yourself to examine the unexamined life is not worth living. Said Socrates, I think it was Socrates. It was certainly a philosopher because the good life entails philosophy. The good life entails consciousness and thinking. Examination is key to the good life. Examination of your inner world. Questioning everything. And that is hard because so many people around you are not questioning things. And when, when you start questioning things, they're not going to be curious about that most likely. It's hard to find the people who are really curious. We can be grateful that it's more accessible now to connect with people on the World Wide Web who are thinking curiously, consciously. But when you begin this process, you take that first red pill, you start questioning. A lot of people around you aren't going to want to, aren't going to want to engage in that because they're feeling on edge about that because they know deep down that that means that they'll, they'll need to start doing the same thing and start looking at their own childhood trauma, right? It all goes back to that stuff because it's all about fear. Why are people afraid of the truth? Because the truth is they were hurt by their parents. <laughs> that's a hard truth to admit. Now, it could be different degrees of hurt. But you need to feel those pains that as a child you you ignored. And, and rightfully so, because you were just trying to get through that experience. And it could just be a small thing. Where you're crying in the crib when you're two years old, or one years old. And your father didn't know what you needed, and it took him 45 minutes to figure out that you were hungry. That right there is just like you have a little bit less of a secure attachment to the parent. I mean, and those types of experiences can accumulate or it can be something more severe, sexual abuse, physical abuse, or chronic disconnection. I mean, there's, there's so much. But when you start being conscious and examining and having truth to be your aim, that's going to be difficult because a lot of people around you are not going to want to do the same thing. They don't want to feel those feelings that they have suppressed. It takes enormous courage and conviction. That is the price of the good life. Because on the other side of that, though, is, is the feeling of self-esteem and satisfaction. That is the reward of, that is the reward of engaging in this consciousness. You get to have higher self-esteem because you have tackled life's challenges head on and you have been conscious. You have not turned a blind eye and suppressed, denied, and disowned. And you are watching yourself at every moment. You are watching yourself choose to have self-esteem or not. Choose to look at the dragons or not. 
And you know, only you may know, but you know, you wake up at 3 a.m. And it's all quiet. And you know if you've been honest with yourself. You know if you've been conscious. You know if you are evading. But when you look directly at that dragon and you slay it, when you look at that cactus and you hug it, when you take inventory of your relationships, when you go through the heavy lifting to improve your financial situation, when you really are honest about what makes you come alive professionally, all these components can merge together to increase and pump up your happiness quotient so that when you are on enjoying your weekend, it is not by accident, ladies and gentlemen. It is not by accident to live the good life. It is the result of your labor, and you always have the choice to raise your consciousness and to script your own life to fall through on your values and to find people that uplift you and celebrate you the cost the price of the good life it's high but it's always within your hands so are you going to look back at the end of your life and say i'm glad that i went for it I had the courage, I had the courage to live a life that was true to myself. It's up to you.